0: I'm out on farmland in western New York near the shore of Lake Erie. It's where you'll find 5 and 20 spirits and brewing. There's a large white barn set back behind the brewery. Turns out they make more than just booze here. They raise fish. Jerry Northrup takes me inside. He's the founder of Timberfish Technologies and he wants to show me his life's work, a land-based aquaculture system. As the door opens, the sound of water bubbling in concrete tanks bounces off the curved walls and ceiling.
1: There it is.
0: Oh! it's like a big tent. Woo! It smells like old beer.
1: That's the stillage that came in. I just pumped some uh, stillage. They've been fermenting corn and they're going to make bourbon out of out of that.
0: The stillage flows from a pipe into a steel bin. It has the color and texture of watery, chunky peanut butter.
1: So you can see it's it's uh, pretty gooky looking stuff. Oh. But it actually is. It's a tremendous food source if you're a microbe.
0: And it's the first step in a food chain. <laughs> Air flows throughout the system, allowing microbes to break down and eat the stillage. The microbes are fed to invertebrates like earthworms, snails, and insect larvae. And then the fish get to feast on them. Now the goal is to raise several types of fish and then sell them commercially.
1: Instead of discharging a waste stream into the environment, where it can cause water pollution and odor and all of those kinds of things, we turn that into a saleable uh, product.
0: Northrop says the technology, backed by a state grant, has a larger purpose, too.
1: And this is back to how we resolve the major environmental problems, which are due to a rising population, uh, increasing uh, pollution of the environment. And the, the way to do that is to generate an ecotechnology, which generates an economic incentive to do the right thing environmentally.
0: And it makes financial sense for the brewery. It cuts waste disposal costs by thousands every year. Mario Maza is the brewery's general manager. Adding the fish farm helps take the family business one step further. We've been in business here in the community for a number of years now. and. Uh, it's We feel it's a good way to give back to the community and try to do something that's uh, responsible. And uh, it's a it's a fun project. It's just cool to watch it come together from what was just a concept on paper a few years ago. Now aquaculture facilities are typically set up in oceans or lakes, but the concept of a land-based system raising fish in tanks is slowly catching on. It could be a good fit for the Great Lakes region, says Kevin Madley. He's the Regional Aquaculture Coordinator for NOAA Fisheries, a federal agency.
1: So the Great Lakes themselves, the, the states have so far used a precautionary approach to putting aquaculture fish pens in the Great Lakes. They feel like there's a chance for environmental harm and therefore they're being very cautious in doing background research.
0: The brewery has the capacity to produce about 20,000 pounds of fish every year. They're raising three different species, the speckled trout, Arctic char, and Atlantic salmon. Northrop expects the fish to make a tasty meal.
1: The fish have an excellent nutrient composition. So they have a natural taste and color because they're eating their natural foods. They're not eating a a pellet food so much. No mercury and
0: shenanigans. No
1: mercury and none of that sort of stuff. We control all of the inputs, so since there's no toxic elements in the inputs, there won't be any toxic elements in in the fish.
0: The fish will be plate ready in the summer of 2019. For Great Lakes Today, this is Angelica Morrison.